welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Siguain. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player, and I've been vegan for over nine years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, which has helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. So this is a topic that's been um, asked very often on my Instagram, and it is how to deal with unsupportive partners, family members, and friends when you're trying to get healthier. Um, it is something that we see often with our members of the Fivian tribe as they commit to eating whole food plant-based, starting to be physically active, starting to improve their lives. And so today I want to share some tips and tricks that I've personally had to, to implement, but also things that our members have had to do um, in their life in order to allow them to experience this level of success. So one of the things was to um, have an honest conversation with their family members or their partner or their friends that they wanted to become healthier and they just had to be honest about it. Like, hey, I don't feel good and comfortable in my body and I want to be healthier. Like my, my joints hurt, my back hurt, my I'm having some gut issues and I actively want to do something towards improving myself. And for some members that worked really well, they were able to have, again, those honest conversations and get feedback. Because if you just say like, I just want to lose 20 pounds because I want to look good, it's going to be normal for everyone around you to tell you like oh hey you look good you don't need to lose anyway you don't need to do anything about it it's stupid don't go and starve yourself because everyone thinks you need to starve yourself when you want to lose some weight but if you actually come at it from um, a genuine approach of like why you want to do this like hey i just really feel uncomfortable in my body i'm having some gut issues my body's not feeling well and i can feel that my body is more of a liability than an asset and i'm really scared of what's coming in the future the people that love you that are around you, which are probably the ones that you're struggling to have um, on board with, will most likely understand that you're trying to do this for the best, right? For, for your health, for you to become the better version of yourself. So that is number one. That's if you're trying to get fitter and change up your nutrition. Um, another thing is um, that we've seen with some members is to um, just stop sharing their goals with the people around them because a lot of the times people will be supportive of you uh, in a public space, but then behind closed doors, they're going to be unsupportive. And so like people will cheer for you, but behind the scenes are like, hey, like, you know, I'm not really supportive of what you're trying to do. And so honestly, just keeping your goals to yourself and just grinding, right? Doing your nutrition, doing showing up for your training and just you doing you and not sharing it with anyone um, can pay, can make a huge difference because what's going to happen is it's going to allow you to build confidence behind the scenes in what you're doing. And then once you start having some results then maybe you can come out and be like, Oh, Hey, like I lost 40 pounds. I'm a lot stronger in the gym. I have so much energy. My sleep is so much better, right? You can come up with all these benefits. You can kind of like build behind the scenes. And then once you're ready, you can just come out like, Hey, I've been doing this thing. This is really important to me. And then you can kind of like continue to move forward and grow in that space. Because a lot of times the people around you that love you just don't want you to fail. They don't want you to feel bad if you don't reach your goal. 
And so uh, they do it in a weird way that if they can prevent you from starting the thing where you, which you might potentially fail at, especially if you have a previous history of trying to lose weight and of trying to improve your health condition, um, they might try to prevent you in a loving way to take on this thing that would potentially cause failure and cause pain because you're going to be sad because you didn't reach your goal. And so it comes from a loving place, but at the same time, right, it is limiting um, if you're actually ready to do the work. And so not saying anything and then just building your body, building your health up to a place of like, yes, I'm coming out, I'm crushing this. This is what I've been doing. So that's, that's another thing. The other part is if you've been hanging around with childhood friends or people you went to school with, like just the old crew that you were hanging out with and they don't necessarily live the type of lifestyle that you want to continue to live and they're potentially the opposite of where you want to go. That is a very common one that we've seen with our members. I've actually, we act actively have been dealing with that over the past week with some of the members. The, the big thing is eventually there might have to be a cutoff. There might need to be um, an explanation and potentially just start saying no to hang out as often as you were before. Because at the end of the day, it is beautiful that you want to grow. It doesn't mean that the people around you will want to grow because you want to grow and you probably want the best for them, which is why you want to share it with them, try to inspire them for them to take action with you. But not everyone is ready to do that. And you have to think of how long did it take you and what did it take in order for you to be ready to take on this challenge of wanting to, to be vegan, of wanting to be healthier, of wanting to be fitter. And you have to put yourself in their shoes of like, maybe they're not just, they're, they're not there yet. And so potentially creating some distance uh, might be better while you work on you. And then they're obviously going to see what you're doing and potentially they might come to you for, for questions in the future, but you can't limit what you want to do based off um, the people that are around you. So that, that is one of the big things. Uh, the other ones is if it's more like family um, and partner, it's not someone that you can necessarily like cut out from your life. Like, you know, old friends, you can. The big one I've seen for that is... It, it, it is very challenging because I feel like your parents are your parents, right? You you just have to start to <laughs> share a little bit less, which I've learned throughout the years. I have some crazy goals in my life and I used to share a lot of them before and I start holding back a little bit because some of them are too crazy for them to comprehend or for other people to comprehend. I was like, I'm just going to build them behind the scenes. And then once they're built, I'll come out with them and be like, Hey, I did, I did this thing and it worked. <laughs> so that's kind of what you have to do sometimes with some of these hard conversation, but you also have to realize that it's not about you. If your parents or the people around you are struggling with that, you have to understand that as humans, we seek comfort. And if someone knows you as a certain person, if you're the partier, you're the drinker, you're the person that they call when they want to go try a new fast food place, like they know you as that. And so in their world, there's a certain zone of comfort. And now by you having this desire to become better, to not be this person that eats processed food that actually works out, that stops to drink. Well, you're disrupting their world as they know it. You're disrupting their zone of comfort. And so for them, it might be challenging because not only are you disrupting your world by making all these changes, but you're also disrupting their world because they know you as a specific person. You're changing a variable in their life. And at the end of the day, that is not your responsibility um, to... Sorry, it's not your responsibility for you to not say care about it, but it is your responsibility to do what is best for your health and your future. And so if that involves you 
indirectly changing a variable in their life, then they have to deal with that, right? Life is about change. Life is about progress. And so if you want to become better, by all means, go for it. Start changing nutrition. Start being physically active. Start distancing yourself from the groups of people that aren't necessarily serving you, depending on which, what crowd of people you've been hanging out with. And the people that are really close to you, that love you, that care about you, over time will come around and will understand what you're doing. And will eventually come to you and be like, you know what, like I was really upset or I felt really sad that I felt like I was kind of losing you when you were making these changes. But now seeing how much you're, you're thriving, how much fitter you are, how much different your life is, it's actually inspired me to improve myself. It's actually inspired me to go down this path. And this is more common than you can think. It's just in the moment, it feels a little bit rough. It feels a little bit lonely. You feel like you're, again, potentially hurting them by you making these changes and having these conversations. But at the end of the day, the real people that love you, that are there for you, will come around and understand that you just want to be the best version of you. You just want to be healthy and happy. And the people that love you will want that for you. So, and I'm sharing this from an approach of um, training and nutrition and you wanting to become fitter and healthier. So now I want to share with you from the aspect of veganism, because I know that's a big one. So if your transition to veganism is the thing that is causing some challenge, um, honestly, again, having a conversation would make the world of a difference. If you're living on your own and it's just like your friends and all that, then it's very different. But if you're someone that's living, if you're someone's a little bit younger, that's living with your parents and you're trying to go vegan and your parents don't want to, at the end of the day, you live under their roof. And there's not much to say about that. I was very fortunate that when I went vegan, I told my parents, and I was like, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to eat. And this is what I want to try. My parents have always been very supportive of like all the crazy ideas that they had. And I've had my mom on the podcast and she actually admitted this. She said, we just thought it was one of your other crazy phases that you were trying something new. We didn't know that it was actually going to last because now it's been nine years that I've been vegan and they built a whole career <laughs> around being vegan. So she thought it was just another phase. So they were just supportive of it and they thought it would just fade away because if you know my personal stories, we grew up on farms like we killed our own chickens. We had cows, horses, like we picked our eggs every morning. So I definitely come from the opposite side. So they 100% thought it was just a phase. I had a conversation with them like, hey, this this is what I'm going to do. And they're like, cool, right? We'll support you in that. And if your parents aren't necessarily as supportive in that moment, potentially, you know, just bringing a little bit more knowledge and education to them as to why you want to do it, why it's important to you. There's so many great documentaries now, like the Game Changer, Forks Over a Knife, which is the original one that led me to, to go vegan, Cowspiracy, uh, Eating Our Way to Extinction, um, yeah, there's so many documentaries and they're all available on Netflix. And so just taking the time to watch those with your parents or your partner or your friend uh, would make the world of a difference because at the end of the day, people want the best for you. And if they think that what you're doing is not the best for you, according to their perspective, they're going to challenge you on the change that you want to make. And so it simply comes down to educating them and having an honest conversation about them with uh, about it with them. Because at the end of the day, you wouldn't do anything to harm you, right? You wouldn't go vegan to like, you wouldn't change your diet to starve yourself or to harm your body. You would change it because it would bring positive impact in your in your body and your mind and you believe that it would do so. And you have the education and the knowledge that brought you to make this decision. And it's simply about bringing that to them, not pushing it on them because that's a personal choice, but bringing it the awareness like, hey, this is why I'm doing it. Can you see why this is important to me? 
So a lot of times it's about having that conversation. If you're living with your parents, um, if you're with your partner, right? Just food is obviously a, a big thing. Um, but just having an honest conversation with your partner, to be honest with you, that's, that's like the biggest thing you, no one can force a piece of chicken down your throat. No one can force a, pea, a piece of pork or a piece of bacon down your throat. And so you're, you consciously choose the food that you put in your mouth. You consciously choose what you spend your money on at the grocery store. And so if you don't want to participate in that anymore and you don't live with your parents then great, stop buying that food. Right. But if your parents buy all of your food, they need to kind of be on board because they're paying all your bills basically. And so that is how you deal with people that potentially might be insupportive of you wanting to be healthier, wanting to be fitter. Big part is have a conversation, then realize it's literally not about you because you've just changed a variable in your life. They know you as a certain person, right? Everyone knows you as a certain person. Right now, you are either the drinker in the group around you, the person that um, eats fast food. You're either the healthy person, the fit person, the crazy person, like whatever. Everyone has a thing within their group and their community. And so if you want to change that, um, it will require some expansion of the mind, some challenging conversation and some time for everyone to adapt to the new you. If you want to be the fit and healthy person in your group, it will take time for people to perceive you as that. And honestly, once they perceive you as that, then there's no more, there's no more friction, right? You're going to go somewhere. They won't offer you alcohol anymore or they'll, they'll offer you and they'll be like, oh yeah, true. Like you're healthy. You don't drink. Right. And it's a great place to be because it makes it definitely less challenging to um, go to those social events and those gatherings without feeling like there's a the pressure from other people because they don't associate you with that um, anymore. And so if that is a shift in identity that you want to do and you want to have that support from those people, be ready to go through a rough time. It potentially might not be an easy transition. It might be for some of you, it might not be for some of you. Um, little story I never shared before. Um, when I went vegan, my parents were like, kind of weird. You want to do that because we were farmers, but like, cool, whatever. It's another one of your phases. You can just do it. But the other side I never talked about is I was a bodybuilder, right? I was training in a community of bodybuilder at the gym. We were like, I, I had a bunch of friends I competed, um, with, I've, I've stepped on stage with them. We would train together. And again, we were eating a dozen eggs for breakfast. We were eating three chicken breasts every two hours for five meals a day. And when I came to them, I was like, I'm going vegan. They was like, what the heck? You're going vegan? I got made fun of. People ridiculized me. Like people were just making fun of me because I was like, I'm going vegan. I literally went the opposite side that you can that you can do in the bodybuilding space. I went on the flip side. I stopped lifting because I was trying to get smaller for modeling. I went vegan. I literally went on the flip side. So yeah, I lost that community. I lost that contact with, with those people. Some of them made fun of me and, you know, those people weren't people I wanted around in my life anyways, right? And ultimately, I, still, I don't talk to those people anymore because we don't have the same values or values on the line. And it was a rough transition to go through that because those are people I've been training with for years, right? But when there's that change in belief and value and it, you feel really strongly about it, you can't do anything else than stand for it. And so that's what I did. And I'm really happy I did because now, nine years later, we have a really powerful community of, of fit vegans. I've helped thousands of people transform. All, all of my friends are, are vegan, like I'm just part of a really cool community, but that comes with time. I had to go through really hard times in order to be able to, to get there. And now my parents are supportive. My mom is vegan. She's lost over 50 pounds with me. My mom was like 57, 58. She got a six pack now because she went through a program. Like that's incredible because she went whole food plant-based with us and I'm still working on my dad, but 
at the end of the day, if you want to make that transition of being vegan, prioritizing your health and your body, understand that th there might be some, some friction there because people know you as a certain person and you know you uh, in a certain way. You know you as the person who drinks, who parties, who eats processed food, who goes to the drive-thru when you're, when you're stressed, that turns to chocolate when you're stressed, whatever it may be. Everyone has their thing that is attached as a core part of your identity and you're going to need to shift that and attach yourself from that. And that's going to be challenging. And so if you're, you find yourself having unsupportive people around you, that's okay. Have an honest conversation with them. If they're really close people that love you, just be honest. Like, Hey, I just really want your support in this. Let me give this a shot for 30 days, for 60 days, for six months, for a year. If it doesn't work out, I'll revert back. You know you won't, but at least just make them feel comfortable with the transition that you're going through. And I promise you'll get a lot more love and support if you actually talk really openly about it without being angry and frustrated. Because I remember what it's like being younger with your parents. Like, I'm doing this. And like, it's stupid. And you're like, screw you. And, you know, you, you kind of get upset. So just stay calm. Educate them. Provide them some resources for them to learn. I promise you it'll go a very long way. If you want to, send them to my Instagram. There's a ton of value and resources on here. Send them to my podcast. Um, we talk often about the to transition to veganism. There's a lot of educational pieces. I have some great podcast episodes with guests like um, Dr. Michael Greger, Simon Hill. We have Dr. B on the show, Dr. Clapper, which came out uh, this past week. Uh, we have Rip Esselstein, which is coming. We have some awesome speakers on the show that you can now pass along to your parents or, or to the people that want to learn and just as a useful tool for them to better understand what it is about this movement that's so appealing that is making an impact in people's health and their bodies and their life and the environment and in the rest of the world. So guys, I would say I hope you enjoyed um, this episode a little bit on, on the shorter side, but hopefully you got some value from it. If you did, I invite you to rate the podcast a five-star review. Leave a review because it really helps the podcast grow. Again, I don't monetize the, these podcasts, and so the, the best way to, to show support is just through reviews and leaving comments. I hope you guys have an awesome week. And if ever you're interested about transforming your body on a whole food plant-based lifestyle, so you want to become, you want to go from a regular vegan, you want to become a fit vegan, potentially you're not a vegan yet, and you want to learn how to properly transition properly educate yourself how to fuel your body on a whole food plant-based lifestyle while being able to transform your body and improve your body composition, then there's a link in the show notes so you can get a little bit more information on that. If you're interested, potentially book a free consultation call with one of our Fit Vegan Goal Setting Coaches. We're looking forward to chatting with you. If not, you guys enjoy the episode and I will see you on Wednesday. Ciao. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.